You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. And it is Dan. The Dan's fur portal man yeah. himself. How you feeling? Man? It's just the two of us today. I feel like, uh, was that Austin Powers too? Just the two, just of, the two us. of us. Now let's leave the singing we to me. Make um, it if we try, <laughs> just the two of us. You and I. Hey, What's up, brother? How are you? Gotta bring the bass. No, Nick. Um, Nick is out today. We will get a couple pieces of housekeeping. Nick is out. He is sick uh, right now. So prayers and thoughts up to Nick. Um, and shout out to uh, Ahmad Black. It's his birthday today. So one time uh, for the homie, thirty-five, man. Already, already. So how was your weekend, my friend? Looks like you had a good one. Ah, oh, man, just it's a lot of work and just chilling, uh, spending some time, you know, working out with my son, doing that type of stuff. He's had a 707 tryout, so we got into that this past weekend. Um, other than that, man, just was locked into personal life, mm. you know, like football season winding down, been on the road a lot, doing a lot of stuff, man. So just having some downtime, no gator game on on the Saturday, able to hit the green market, vibe around the city a mm -hmm. little bit, spend some time with the fam. That's it. Yeah, a little bit later, like that. a little bit later than last year, hitting the green market, right? Yeah, yeah, I hit the <laughs> green market after the South Carolina game last year. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it uh, was a good weekend over here. Uh, we had some weird weather on uh, on Friday, but um, office Christmas party uh, on uh, on Saturday night, uh, nice. and then we took the uh, the team out to a uh, a bar club uh, here in Tampa called Eden. Uh, we did the bottle service, we did the whole behind the DJ Is thing. That, so I you know how we too? did it. What have I been to Eden? Uh, I don't know if you went, it wasn't with me. Eden is relatively new. There used to be another bar there. Uh, then the owner of that bar and uh, a couple other restaurants nearby, he got uh, rightfully canceled uh, during um, all the Black Lives Matter stuff a few years ago for some stuff that he said changed over ownership. So, um, but really cool spot. Actually, it's the first time that I've been there. So. So tell me about eating in the Christmas party. How was it? What was the vibe? So Christmas party was at the hotel uh, nearby around the uh, around the court of the La Meridian. But um, but eat it. So we were looking for some vibes after uh, the the uh, Christmas party went from what five to nine, uh, and then after that we swung by a place called Gin Joint, which anybody in Tampa knows best cocktails in Tampa. Uh, and then we were looking for a place to go. Eden was right down the street. Um, we asked, Hey, what's, uh, what's the setup for tonight? They said, every table is sold out, but one. I said, well, let's find out some more information about that table. Um, <laughs> got some prices. Uh, she said, well, where do you, uh, she said, the only table is on the third floor, um, right behind the DJ booth. We said, cool, go up there and they're playing hip hop and rap and, uh, Word. no EDM, no, you know, no super clubby music. It was all. Uh, old school hip hop, some new stuff. Uh, great vibes, great energy. A little uh, baby. Had ourselves a time. A, a little baby. Yep, for sure. Yeah, a little baby. Yeah. You had some old up. old school stuff. You had some you know new stuff. Yeah, a little a little R and B in there too. A little uh, yeah. The vibes were the vibes were heavy. But I'll, I'll tell you, probably around two, it was it was time to time to head home. I can feel time that. to head home. 
You know, I mean that's pretty I, dope to have your uh, boss take you out and, and get a VIP table. Uh, well, I t- I I'm the boss, so I took them out. Um, so shout out saying. to me. Oh shout yeah, to you, bro, I'm giving shout you some flowers, man. Look at me, you know. Um, and then I I woke up. So so I, I found out Sunday morning what it feels like uh, to know that you're about to die because that's how I felt. <laughs> um, so when that Damn next it. time that feeling hits. Uh, I will know that that's that day, but I uh, played around in golf yesterday. And then, uh, man, I've been hitting the clubs. Perfect. I got some new irons. I mean, this, this five, podcast, man. this podcast thing might be ending soon. So your boy can hit the, uh, you can hit the tour. Yeah. I'm trying to go pro in uh cornhole. So, you know, we both got dreams it. and aspirations. We'll see what happens, man. I love it, man. Well, let's get on uh, with the show. Obviously, huge news in Gator Nation that we got last week. But as always, let's give our friend Alan Horn a shout out. If you are in Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama, give Alan a call for all of your insurance needs, whether it's home, life, automobile, boat, rental, business insurance, whatever it might be. Give Alan a call, 706-692-2888, or visit him at allenhorninsurance.com. Again, that's 706-692-2888, and that's Alan Horn with State Farm. Silk, on Wednesday of last week, uh, the Gators got some great news uh, in in uh, Texas, uh, in Willis, Texas, uh, starting uh, quarterback for Willis High School, DJ Derek Lagway announced that he would be committing to the University of Florida class of 2024. Uh, incredible get. Tap him on uh, to the back of what we have with Jaden Rashada for 2023 at quarterback. Things are looking all right in Gator Nation. So give me your thoughts on, uh, on DJ Lagway. You know my thoughts, man. Billy ran down on them people out there on the West Coast. Lincoln Riley ran down on Jimbo Fisher. We did what we had to do, man. Uh, I love the way Billy recruiting the quarterback position. You know, um, these recruits and and these guys aren't around, you know, just their parents. They're around other quarterback coaches and get opinions from a lot of people. So it's it's got to be some good feedback that these recruits are getting about Billy and the offense, regardless of what, you know, we think as fans um, and 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 – the thought of Anthony Richardson is going to add to everything he's doing right now. You know, when he get a first round guy on his uh, resume, because Jimbo had that, Lincoln Riley had that. He beat both those guys out with Heisman's and first rounders, man. So uh, O'Hara, Billy, you know, good get overall. Love the quarterback room. Now we just got to get me a grad transfer in here to, to, to plug things up for a year. Other yeah, than that, it's beautiful vibes, bro. Absolutely. No, I uh, guess six foot two, 225 pounds, uh, depending on where you look at him. Uh, 247 has him ranked as a five star, uh, or I'm sorry, they have him ranked as a four star. Uh, the composite rankings have him as a five star, uh, as the number 24 player overall uh, in the class of 2024, the number four quarterback. Uh, I mean, that's that sends shockwaves, um, you know, not only beating out Bo Fisher and some other established names, beating out Lincoln Riley and USC. Uh, USC just grabbed a you know, another Heisman Trophy. Uh, Lincoln Riley now has his third quarterback that's won a Heisman Trophy. So uh, to be able to uh, to grab that out of Texas and make an impact, uh, you know, obviously he's a guy that, that Florida's been recruiting heavily for a very long time, a guy that we've always felt like was a lean to Florida. But anytime that you, you know, add in, you know, another school or another program that has success, you know, throwing the ball and moving the ball downfield, 
you always have to, you know, keep a, you know, a, an air of caution around it. Right. And I think about a year ago, you know, there were still a lot of question marks about Billy Napier and, and quarterback development. Right. I mean, I think we talked about it on this show uh, about what does it look like without a quarterback coach at Florida. And you obviously have Ryan O'Hara who's there, you know, but uh, you know, Anthony Richardson's going to go first round. Now you bring in a guy like Jaden Rashada, you bring in uh, DJ Lagway, and then we'll talk about some more transfer guys here in a second all of a sudden you're looking at a situation where Florida can have four potential quarterbacks drafted in, you know, five or six years. Yeah, no doubt. I like uh, my comparison for, um, for him is Justin Fields. Um, Billy wants a, a guy that can move around, but he's not looking for a dual threat per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, like DJ Ladway can, as you can see in the video, got an open field. He's a tough guy to bring down. Uh, but he's a uh, past first quarterback, and I think that's what Billy's looking for. Uh, the offense he had to cater towards AR really is not the offense he want to be uh, calling in all actuality. We'll get to see his offense as we get uh, his quarterbacks on campus, or and we'll see maybe with one of these transfer guys, we'll get to see a, a true glimpse of what Billy want to run. But um, overall, great get, man. This kid going to be a five-star. A lot of kids want to yep. play with him. This could be a Tebow effect. Uh, he, he wanted to re- commit early so he could get on the trail as well and get some things done. So – uh, just wait for the 2024 fireworks. They should be big. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I know there are some questions about how to Jaden Rashada and DJ Lagway uh, compare. You know, I think that there's some some similarities. I think that uh, DJ Lagway is probably a bit more athletic. Um, not any slight to Jane Rashada, but just as a, a basketball player, baseball player, and a football player, I think that you right. see with his ability to move and, and just – just a little bit stronger athletically. I do think that there's going to be a great opportunity for, for Jane Rashada to come in and make an impact through the university of Florida. I think there's going to be a great opportunity uh, for DJ Lagway to do the same thing. He's a guy that was being recruited in baseball as well as football as well. Uh, you know, there might be an opportunity for him to play baseball at the university of Florida. I don't know if there's enough time to do both. Uh, I don't think that we've seen that since uh, since Gavin Dickey uh, was here. And, you know, even when you see it around the country, it's just it just becomes very hard um, when you are looking at uh, his scouting report. Two, four, seven. Gabe Brooks, who's their Midlands region recruiting analyst, compared him to Hendon Hooker. So uh, certainly if he can have a career uh, like Hendon Hooker had this year uh, at Tennessee, I think Gator fans would be pretty happy uh, with him. Speaking of baseball, football, uh, one time for, for my man Cornelius Ingram from Hawthorne mm-hmm. Boys won a state championship. Friend of the show, Gator legend. One time for them boys, man, for the state chip. That's incredible because I, I don't remember, and I was, there was reading an article about it, I don't think Hawthorne's really ever been good uh, in football, and he's been able to really turn that program around uh, in, a, in a, a very quick amount of time. Uh, maybe I think Mullen was trying to hire him at one time. I, mean, he's, he, I think the, the city of – if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I think he said on this show, the city kind of pony up some money to keep him around mm-hmm. uh, and it's paying off. Um, they won a state championship. And he's building a nice program out there. Yep. No, that was definitely the case. Uh, you know, he was talking with, uh, with Dan Mullen as was Dallas Baker at one point, but, uh, but yeah, no, definitely congratulations to, uh, to him. Um, congratulations to Billy Napier and the staff getting DJ Lagway is huge. Uh, there's no real other way to put it other than that's just a monumental get. Uh, I know it's far away. I know that there's a lot that can happen between now and then, uh, but being able to grab a quarterback and grab one early uh, is incredible. And, and you're not going to find one much better uh, than DJ Lagway. That puts the Gators, according to on three, uh, with the number four class in the class of 2024 with 
DJ Lagway, Miles Graham, and Chauncey Bowens, all highly ranked four stars, all ranked in the top 300 uh, with DJ Lagway uh, ranking as the seventh best overall player on on threes rankings. It's been a long time since we got a quarterback to commit this early and, and be as elite as he is, right? Yeah. Usually, even we ended up Rashada, but, but when we got Rashada, we got Rashada late as hell. Um, so to be able to have a kid like him recruiting this early, we're in December, you know, um, it's just going to pay huge dividends, man. It's been a while since we had this type of vibes. And quarterbacks don't use a flip like that, too, mm-hmm. unless you just put on a terrible uh, show like Gaddis. And then things get weird for you, but nine times out of ten, like quarterback stick. Yeah, no, absolutely. And no, I think that uh, that he is going to be a very impactful player for the Gators. I think that he is one, like you said, you mentioned the Tebow effect and the ability for uh, him to be able to attract other players to play with him. Uh, when you're talking about skill positions, when you're talking about the opportunity to win, you know, I don't know if everybody totally remembers. They should, but. You know, Brandon Spikes was very interested in the University of Florida specifically because, and so was Percy Harvin specifically because of Tim Tebow. And I can imagine that Derek Lagway is going to have a similar impact uh, overall and, and, you know, being able to grab him, like, like we said now uh, and have him out there on the recruiting uh, on the recruiting field is great. Uh, Florida has, you know, a great opportunity in the class of 2023 to close strong. uh, But right now the way the 2024 is shaping up, you know, you're certainly looking at the ability for the Gators to hopefully get into that top five uh, where we uh, expect and want them to be. Uh, any other questions? There is a question here um, from Brandon Connell. Portal quarterback will not affect Rashada or Lagway at all. Uh, that's correct. I'm not sure that was a question or if somebody else. Um, oh, it was Keelan Brown that said, can a transfer portal QB make Lagway or DJ transfer? We're going to talk about transfer portal quarterbacks here in a moment. Uh, I don't think so. Silk, so feel free to give your thoughts here in a moment. I don't think so. I think Florida's looking for a one-year rental or two-year rental. I don't think Florida wants or expects or needs Jaden Rashada to start next year. Uh, if that's the case, Florida's in a, is in a sticky wicket, if you will. Yeah, you're just recorrecting, uh, you know, you had an early exit of, of two players and you got to correct that in, on, on your depth chart. Uh, so I'm pretty sure these guys understand them. They've explained that to these and these quarterbacks not coming in expect to start like day one. Um, DJ Ladway decided to come. He he knows how good Rashada may be. and He may not play right away. Uh, so they're not having expectations of I, I'm going to be the guy right away. Um, they're looking to be, you know, develop and, and come down a pipeline. But you got to correct. Correct the uh the two guys that just left early, uh one one to the NFL, one for dismissal. Uh so a stopgap guy, I think you're the guy for at least one year. Um that's what I expect. I expect them to get a one year rental. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, let's get uh into uh the transfer portal. The Gators uh do grab a transfer out of the transfer portal over the weekend. Uh and let me just pull that up um Caleb Banks yeah Gators grab Caleb Banks a defensive lineman out of uh the University of Louisville um Caleb Banks sorry um grab him out of the University of Louisville uh he was he's got three years left to play three uh he is projected to play silk and I'm not sure if you've heard different either defensive tackle or defensive end uh right now he sits at about 300 pounds um so he entered the transfer portal uh, pretty soon uh, or on the first day, pardon me, he announced that he was going to enter a week later. He officially does enter uh, during that time. He picked up 12 offers 
uh, Oklahoma, Auburn, Tennessee, and USC, to name a few, uh, but six foot seven, 300 pounds. Uh, did play just 38 snaps last season, uh, but those included a sack and a forced fumble uh, in there originally from Southfield, Michigan. But um, so obviously, we expect a ton of activity in the transfer portal. We expect a ton of activity on the defensive line uh, side of the ball because of all of the changes and in, in folks leaving the program. Um, but what are your thoughts on, on Caleb Banks? Love it, man. Uh, Gravon went pro. Uh, this kid is, is a late developer. If you look at his high school film and, and I, I went back a little bit to just check him out and you can see the development physically. And he was a little, you know, like a baby giraffe uh, in that big six, seven frame early on, but he's filled out. Uh, if you check the Louisville message boards, that's when they was hyped about as far as developing and being a guy next year, man. Um, and he can play defensive tackle or defensive end, uh, similar to Calais Campbell is my, my mm -hmm. comparison with him. A uh, very similar body type uh, to, to Gravon. And, and to be able to put him next to uh, my man Watson next year, it's going to be a whole lot of you know pressure right there, uh, smack dab in the middle. And I like his flexibility, but a real good get. And that offer list was super impressive. So, you know, that practice film was getting around, uh, not just the snaps you're seeing. That's not what they really evaluated. That kid definitely got his film into some people's hands because the offers poured out uh, heavy from the SEC, Oklahoma, uh, you name it. Um, they wanted him. He, he said he grew up a Gator fan, got on campus. Uh, he said this was his dream school. So he took the visit. He liked it. Didn't take any more visits, shut it down right away, man. Committed. Great get by Sean Spencer and, and the staff, man. Yeah, no, definitely a, a guy that Florida is going to count on. You know, I don't know what the expectations are. Um, I thought that your comparison, uh, Clay's Campbell, is a good one. You know, certainly there's just so much potential, and that's what the Gators are hoping for. At 6'7", 300 pounds, it's obviously a huge guy, you know, not just in weight but in size too. So certainly curious to see, you know, his ability to get down and be able to make, you know, movements, you know, with being a larger framed uh, individual you know, on the on the larger frame of the individuals on the defensive line. Um, a lot of great offers right off the uh, the bat. Does take that only visit to University of Florida. Looks like they had a great time. Uh, able to wrap it in three years to play three years. Uh, excited to see what he could be uh, at the University of Florida. Um, but to be able to grab offers right out of the bat from your, your Tennessee's, your USC's, your Oklahoma's, those are the ones that you want to be competing against and not your, you know, lower level rung of schools uh, grabbing these guys. So, no doubt, no doubt. Good get. Gators grab him. Uh, we need a so couple more at that position uh, as well. Uh, I I hope we get at least two more. We lost plenty at the defensive tackle spot. I think we still need, and you got to be able to fill the entire depth chart out and get, you know, how to recruit the different classes, you know, mm -hmm. to me. Um, all of this, I talked about this on, on, on the roll-up, but it's going to be tricky. We're going to see how good of roster management, because all this is new territory for every single program. Um None of these schools have been able to deal with or had had to deal with what's going on right now. A complete flip of rosters. You lose 20-something guys. You got to refill those guys back up and fill out each class, right? You mm -hmm. can't just grab uh, the hottest name you see on the streets. You got It all got to make sense. So it's going to be fun time to see how all this work out. We got enough nerves on campus uh, to, to be able to do that type of stuff, bro. <laughs> yeah, you add him in with Kelby Collins. Uh Let's see, Cameron James, uh, T, or TJ Searcy, Will Norman. Um, 
I think I'm missing one more here, uh, but definitely certainly a, a strong class uh, on the defensive line front and the Gators desperately need help there. Um, I can imagine that the Gators are going to go after at least probably two more at the tackle position and probably maybe one more on the defensive end. Um, All together, just, they may be going out to like four defensive yeah. tackles. I know they're and, going out to John Walker and um, who else we have a defensive tackle? Somebody else, right? I'm forgetting the uh, name. Oh, I, Hall, Jordan Hall. Oh, uh, Jordan Hall. And yeah, Jordan, Jordan Walker. So you got mm -hmm. two defensive tackles in the high school ranks that they would absolute take right now. Mm -hmm. And I think they feel good on both. Uh, and then you still need uh, immediate depth. So it's still maybe four defensive tackles that we need to add to this roster. You know, and I don't know if the Gators go. I mean, it's it's right now. I think a lot of schools, and, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm I'm curious to watch schools bring in visitors unless they don't have a recruit at that position or unless there's just such a massive need. I'm seeing a lot of slow playing of visits. And you know why, Silk? For sure. Because you have National Signing Day for early uh, – right. or you have early National Signing Day in nine days, right? So I think – I haven't seen a whole lot of Gator offers in the transfer market, which I think is, is very slick as well. Like, uh, I like that we're keeping those numbers down. Do I think we're in contact with a lot more people? Hell yeah. Um, but I don't think you got to be in a rush, like you said, to put out offers for some of right. these transfers for the kids that you absolutely need and you have and you value them high, like Caleb Banks. Then yeah, but um, every single kid uh, didn't receive offers. I know that was interest with us and Jaheim Bell, but I don't know how bad we wanted him um, because I didn't see him ever tweet out, "Hey, mm -hmm. the University of Florida gave me an offer." Type joint. Yeah, me? no. So I'm definitely curious to see. I'm curious to see if that's a strategy that UF has too, like you were mentioning of of not you know mentioning that that they had been offered or or limiting what is official and, and what's going to be committable or or maybe contingent on it being you know allowing you to visit or having a committable offer might be you know operating in silence. And I'm kind of surprised that most school more schools don't do that. Um, I don't think that UF is behind other teams and giving out offers. I think that might just be a little bit more clandestine right now, especially when you're considering that you are still talking to you're talking to a lot, but you probably still have the opportunity to bring five or six more high school um, prospects into this class. And so you don't want to scare them away and not saying that it's a, a you know, a, a bait and switch approach. It's very much, you just have to be cognizant of the emotions and everything else that come into play a few days before signing day uh, as well. So curious to see how all that plays out, but we have, you know, the, the Christmas holiday and, and new year's holiday. So, after that, there's only a couple more weeks where that transfer portal's open. So I would imagine you're going to see a flurry of names because um, Gators can't have a, a they can't have visitors this weekend because of the Las Vegas Bowl, or they're not going to. Um, but uh, we'll certainly see what the uh, the flurry of activity looks like after uh, after the bowl game and uh, after the holiday. Yeah, which is why last weekend was uh, very important, man. They got some some important positions of need guys on campus, um, but it was the last weekend before signing day as far as getting visitors on campus. Absolutely. And uh, we will continue on the discussion about grad transfers, but uh, we did get a note here about Mike Leach. Uh, I don't know if anything new has happened since the show uh, started today. Mike Leach, uh, for all accounts that, that we've heard and rumors that have come out, was airlifted from his home uh, to the hospital. Mike Leach is the head coach at Mississippi State. Um 
one of my favorite coaches uh, in incredible, incredibly funny and dried humored, you know, man, but obviously a guy that a lot of players have really loved um, has an exceptionally fun offense to watch uh, in the air raid when that's working. So, um, you know, certainly you know, prayers to, to Mike Leach and into his family uh, during this tough time. No doubt. Everything Dan said, man, big fan of uh, Mike Leach's post-game shenanigans. More so than his play call. I like I like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's see. Uh in other news, transfer portal. Let's talk a little bit about QB uh Silk. We had uh the Gators had Graham Great lie, baby. What's up? Yeah, let's lie. Uh, Gators had Graham Mertz on uh, campus this past weekend as well. Graham Mertz is the former quarterback like of Wisconsin. Um, not a name that I think a lot of Gator fans would be excited about. Silk. So. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, I hope he. Hopefully, he was just on his way to Orlando and wanted to stop by and see Abbott or something. Um, take a picture with the Heisman uh, statues. That's what I'm thinking. See a real national championship trophy. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes, man. Um, so let's see names that, that we're, that we're hearing or that we want to talk about, uh, on the show. So can, I want to get your thoughts. Um, the name that a lot of Gator or a lot of fans have been wanting to hear is Grayson McCall, the quarterback, uh, from coastal Carolina, uh, Chad, while the coach of coastal Carolina, uh, is now the new Liberty head coach, which I don't know if we talked about it on this last show. Uh, last week when this was announced, but Dan Mullen was in talks with Liberty as well uh, for, for that sure. head coaching position. But uh, Grayson McCall just today on Monday, December 12th, uh, put his name in the transfer portal. So he's certainly a name that a lot of Gator fans uh, are excited about. Uh, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State, um, a very polar name out there. Uh, some people seem excited. A lot of people don't. Mm. Um, yeah, can't say that I watched a ton of Oklahoma State uh, games this season. Or know a ton about Spencer Sanders. Uh, Brennan Armstrong from Virginia is a name that we've mentioned as well. And then Devin Leary, also a name that we've mentioned on the show from North Carolina. Uh, you have a number of other names, uh, names that aren't in the portal. Uh, Spencer Platt or Pratt being one of them uh, from Tulane. Uh, Michael Pratt. Michael Pratt. Spencer Pratt was a uh, actor, wasn't he? Or uh, <laughs> a character on reality TV. Oh, Spencer Pratt. Let's see. Spencer Pratt was on, uh, yeah, The Hills. Look at me being all cultural and everything else. I watched The Hills. Um, but uh, but Michael oh, Pratt. Reality TV uh, the whole time it was fake, man. You got me. <laughs> I got you. Swindled yeah. you over. Uh, Michael Pratt from uh, from Tulane, uh, a 954 boy. So, you know what that means if uh, the 954 is coming to town. 954 boy who? Michael Pratt. Oh, I thought it said Boca. I was about to get my five six one lives off, bro. You sure? Oh, so he, I don't know. I think that's where he was born. It looks like he went to school at Deerfield. We'll we'll, we'll call it both. It'll be like both of us, but we'll keep it at my house. <laughs> so, so who are who are your names and who are you most excited about? Uh, hearing a lot of, uh, um, I mean, McCall is is is, is the absolute one from Coastal Carolina. Uh, love love the upside of. Um, what he brings to the table, accuracy, things we were missing from AR. He's somewhat mobile, you know. He, he can he can move, but uh, experience with RPO, uh, only two interceptions. Like the, the numbers are, are crazy impressive. He's he's got some impressive throws out there on these streets. Uh, would love to get him come in as a mature guy to do one gap it like that. Um, mm -hmm. they say 
that he may go to Liberty. I don't know why Liberty would make sense. You know, uh, I know that's his yeah. coach that's going to Liberty, but um, for opportunity to play some big boy football, I know Auburn is heavy out there as well. I think it comes down to us and Auburn, uh, to be real. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why you would go to Liberty. I don't think it brings you a ton more of exposure. Uh, I think being able to go to a big name school where you have that opportunity. Now, certainly you take a risk anywhere you go, you know, and I would imagine going to Liberty is probably a pretty safe option and you can probably have a pretty safe year and you can probably get drafted by a pretty safe team in the NFL and make some pretty safe money for, you know, for a few years. But I think if he wants the opportunity to make that step up, there is going to be a lot of suitors out there. Uh, for him, obviously a guy that uh, really exploded last year um, on the scene when, when Coastal Carolina uh, did well this year, had a uh, another good year uh, as well. Let me just pull up um, some of the stats here. I know you went uh, through them, uh, Silk, but you know, in his three years of starting, he had a 68.8% completion rate, a 73% completion rate, and a 69.1% completion rate uh, over – Two six probably eight thousand, close to eight thousand yards, uh, close to you know eighty touchdowns to just eight career interceptions. So, what do you think pretty, about um, pretty incredible? What do you think about Devin Leary? Not a big, not a big, as I watch like more stuff on him. Just not crazy excited about him. Uh, for me, it's got to be McCall or or my man Pratt. Uh, for me, that's where I'm at with it uh, with his transfer stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about Devin Leary. I know that he had a fine year last year. I know this year he was doing well uh before he got hurt. Uh last year through through for uh, 35 touchdowns uh to just five interceptions this year before he got hurt uh in that Florida State game. Uh it was uh let's see. 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. I'm not as sold on Leary, although I think if you get one of those three you're in a really good position for the offense that Florida runs and what they need their quarterback to do. No doubt. In my opinion, there is those three. You might be able to add another quarterback in there that that isn't considering Florida. But of the realistic options, you know, that Florida's looking at, I think that there's those three. And then I think that there's a big gap between three and four and four and five. I I just think the cliff off drastically after those three and whatever order you put them in no doubt so um but definitely something that you're going to need to watch out for I, I would not i don't think gator fans would be super excited about mertz uh, but let me ask you this this question so if the gators are able to get a big name like you know a, a pratt or a, a leary or a mccall uh, to come on to campus do you think that there's a chance that florida could also go after another one-year rental as a backup, maybe a, a Graham Mertz or, or somebody that is a little bit less, maybe doesn't have as many options or won't have the opportunity to start or say, hey, we're going to bring in two and you both are going to fight it out because I guess we'll find out on Saturday about Jack Miller. But right. you know, after him, you have just Max Brown and then Jane Rashada and certainly. If they go out the two, that means yeah, – if they go out the two, that just mean they're not high on Jack Miller, Right. Uh, that's that's what I would take that as because if Jack Miller is, is is decent enough to be a backup in the SEC, then all you need is a one year guy, right? You know. Right. Um, but if they're not, I mean, Jack Miller got passed by by Kitna before he was uh, booted, so 
I don't know if it was because of injury or what it was, but we'll get to see what, what he looks like this week in the bowl game. Uh, I don't know who he's going to be throwing to, but we'll get to see some of what, what Billy think the offense could look like with, with Jack Miller. But I think it's a possibility, to be real with you. Um, it just depends on – I don't know how they feel about him. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about too. Um I, I don't know what what Florida's quarterback situation looks like, you know. It's it's tough in the reports that we get. I I did not hear great things about Jack Miller in the offseason or during the season in terms of practice. I know that he was injured, you know, for a time as well. Um I don't think he looked great in the orange and blue game. Don't think that that's 100% his fault. I think it's a a different environment. You, you just kind of got thrown into it and new coaching staff, new environment, everything else. But um, I think that Florida has a, a tough quarterback room next year, regardless. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of potential with Jane Rashada. I don't know if I see that potential with Max Brown. And then certainly Jack Miller may be serviceable, may not. But I, I would not be surprised, in my opinion, if Florida tried to maybe go after – Maybe if they can get one of the big dogs, right? Maybe they don't go after two, but maybe if they they aren't able to secure one of those first three, uh, they might grab two and, and have a little competition to see who can beat the other one out. But I don't know because I'm not Ew. just not confident in Florida's room next year. Yeah, no, I think I think they close on the guy. We'll see where we at with it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, these quarterbacks think highly of uh, Billy, and it's just been reports out that that uh, McCall is is down to those three programs, so there's already uh, interest right out the gate. So we'll see where we at with it. It'll, I don't think it'll play out that long with these graduate transfers and mm-hmm. portal guys. I like how Caleb Banks ended it. I don't want, I want, I want my staff to be you know pinpoint accurate with who they bring in and close on right away. We're not sitting around playing the waiting and bidding nil games mm-hmm. uh, with absolutely everybody. So uh, I love how sniper like uh, they did with Caleb Banks. We're getting him on and, and closing right away. So we'll see. Yeah, there's another question about Hudson Card. Um, that's a, a name that I, I, not mad at Hudson Card. I like him a, a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a name that I know has been at least connected to Florida. I don't know what Florida's chances are where they have him ranked. I heard about Hudson Card one time in all of the conversations that I've had with people. Silk, I'm not sure if you've heard it more. I'm not saying that there's not interest. I think that Hudson Card is talented. Um, I do think that he's lost you know the job twice now so that would be my only you know if about him uh, I, I think, think he's burrow talented. did as well yeah <laughs> yeah maybe i, I don't mean, think he's burrow no i'm not saying that but that was the knock on burrow that he lost the job twice at ohio state um yeah sure no i think yeah we, we should have had burrow too like on some like we could yeah. have burrow like we could have and we could have everybody laid that up you know, there's a lob at the rim. They, hey, man, do you want this kid here? Uh, he's transferring. Just like he did lob Emory. He took the Emory lob, but he didn't take the Burrow lob, man. And hindsight 2020, right? Um, probably wouldn't see trash. So I was having a conversation on the golf course yesterday with a buddy um, just about the lies that we had about Emory Jones. I saw he entered the uh, transfer portal. He's like, what do you think? He's like, Where is he going to go? And Florida goes after him. Joke. And I was like, man. I was ready. I mean, I was ready to buy national championship tickets for the next few years. Man, he filled in nice when he came in, man. He hit some start throws and stuff. And then I'm thinking, getting a little nostalgic, uh, watching him hit these throws. And you're thinking, like, man, I know mm-hmm. what Dan Muller can do with a running quarterback, Tim Tebow, that Prescott. So you you kind of see, you know, Franks and uh, Trash wasn't his type of recruit. 
So to see Emory show little flashes like that when he came into the Georgia game or even the LSU game, um, he showed some flashes. So Discreet was excited. It just it's never materialized. No, no. Gave it the old college try. Um, does Caleb Banks enroll in January? Yes. Yes, he does. All right, Silk, so, uh, big recruiting weekend. Um, I mean, just shout out to the pilots that are flying all of the, the private jets. Yes, shout out to all of the drivers that are driving uh, these coaches around. I don't know. And maybe this is just because it's been a while since we had a staff that uh, is out there recruiting as much as they have been. But these guys have been putting up some air miles, huh? Yeah, we are uh, polluting the earth. I like it. Yeah. yeah, if you are a fan of the Florida Gators and you're a fan of the environment, you have to pick one one side or the other on this one. But At um, least don't recruit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shout let's out to see. the Jet Boys. Everybody that's following the Jet around from town to town, I appreciate y'all on all the message boys and Twitter for bringing us to uh, where the Jet at heat. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> all right, so let's see. So we've got uh, obviously a lot of big names. Uh, let's start with the pancake honcho. Uh, obviously a yes, guy sir. that everybody is very excited about. Uh, he's going to be announcing his commitment at on Thursday at 4 PM. Uh, and that's offensive tackle. Samson Okunlola uh, was on campus. Now you will remember a few weeks ago, uh, Samson was on campus on an unofficial visit uh, and no official right visit had been planned uh, just yet. That that visit got announced last week after the show, right? I don't think we knew last week that he was coming on the campus, did we? For this weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been well. It started getting reported last week, but it was, it was expected mm. from you know right. people, us like the average fan probably didn't expect it. But if you're a fanatic and and known a message boy, we was kind of expecting it to go down this weekend because um, mm-hmm. like, we, we're in it. So anybody that thought we weren't in it, they should know by now that we definitely in it. How you feel? Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make a, a statement here that I heard from a well-placed source, but let's just remind everybody, Samson Okun Lola, a six foot five, 305 pounds out of the Thayer Academy in Brockton, Massachusetts. The on three consensus has him ranked as the 16th overall player, the number three offensive tackle. And of course, as you can imagine, the number one player in the state of Massachusetts. Um, by the way, he signed an NIL deal with uh, Kodiak Cakes today. So shout out to him, the Pancake Company uh, and the Pancake Honcho. Uh, a perfect matchup, but still on yep. Friday, I received a, a message from a well-placed individual that said, no, this was on Thursday. So before he had even come on a campus said, Florida is in the driver's seat for Samson Okunlola's commitment. What kind and of car was it? A Ferrari? No, a Lambo. It was a Lambo? No, but, um, <laughs> no, uh, this, this individual told me that, um, this, this person would know uh, said that uh, Florida sat in a uh, in the prime seat in his opinion and from the people that he talked to. Now, obviously, you want to exercise any caution and when you say that he's not announced that Florida is his leader. He's not announced that anybody is his leader. Uh, but from an individual that I know that would know, uh, said before going into the weekend that Florida was in the driver's seat uh, for his commitment and that if he committed on Thursday, it would have been to the University of Florida. 
Yeah, shout out to that. He decides December 15th, which is before uh, early signing day. Uh, whenever I, I don't know how to feel, I'm gonna be looking for that 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 hue bat signal. Uh, today's gonna be a good day. Yeah, uh, you send that out, man. The streets get the buzzing. Uh, then yeah, I, I get in my meme bag. Then dog. I gotta let everybody know what it is, man. So I'm gonna wait for uh, Hugh to tell us it's gonna be a good day that morning. And once that bat signal go out, you know, like y'all know what time they finna spin the block. Yeah, no, that was uh, that's how I knew. I mean, we were all pretty uh, pretty expecting DJ Lagway to commit sure. to UF on on Wednesday, but uh, there I was sitting at lunch. Hugh fires off the. Uh, it's a great day to be a Florida Gator. I said, already, already, you Elon, you are not lying, Hugh. Oh, geez, Louise. But uh, no, so Samson Okunlola is going to commit around four. Um, they say four. Um, we know with these announcements that uh, it may be four, it may be four twenty, it may be you know no six fifteen, but it will definitely be on Thursday. Ish so time. look up for our look out for that. Uh, let's get a quick ad read. Silk, uh, as always, go visit our friend at Alumni Hall on Archer Road or in uh, on on the interwebs, of course, Archer or uh, AlumniHall.com. Uh, they have a bunch of new uh, bowl t-shirts, orange basketball jerseys that have just come in, uh, a lot of new black t-shirts, a lot of neon shirts as well. Uh, they are still doing a lot with hoodies and sweaters, as you can imagine, jackets for the cold weather. Also, they still have their Peter Millar and everything that you may need for your Florida Gator fandom. It is the Christmas and uh, Hanukkah time uh, period, so time to buy some presents, time to buy some gifts, and no better place to buy your Florida Gator apparel than Alumni Hall. So again, Alumni Hall on Archer Road and alumnihall.com. Oh, really? Hey, one more thing on, on my man, Samson. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a business. He, he leads with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so like he had a great time. Shout out to the media team. Just great media stuff, man, from those guys. Whatever recruit, not just Huncho. Uh, the pancake stuff slaps a little different. Um, I was able to get some pancake tweets off with Uncle Buck. That was fun. Uh, but this is a business deal. You know, he's leading with business. I'm pretty sure the product on the field does matter. I'm pretty sure that's how we got back into it with him. Uh, Miami's been leading the way for most of this. Uh, they had the official visit over the summer, just for y'all to see the full picture. Uh, and they were expecting and hoping he, he he commit over the summer, but he pushed that thing back to, as you can tell, uh, right before early signing day. So we'll see what happens. But um, a lot of this is predicated on NIL business, you know, um, and he leads with that. And shout out to the, the deal he just got with Kodiak. All that is a part of, you know, being the top guy as far as offense tackle in the country and um, being able to cash in on that type of stuff or even get to campus. Yeah, crazy. No, absolutely. No, uh, I think, um, you know, Florida has been – and I think that's the thing that this, you know, person told me about his recruitment is that they've been very upfront with him. They've handled his recruitment very well. They have heard and listened to what he's saying. And certainly, you know, with this staff and these, you know, with Chris Sale – and Darnell Stapleton putting two guys on the all SEC, you know, offensive line. You get one All American, a brick. Shout out to Osiris Torrance uh, for that. And then Ethan White was the other All SEC first teamer on the offensive line or um, All SEC player uh, on the offensive line. But you know, certainly you start to position all of these things together. I remember 
listening to the roll up over, I think it was the late spring and early summer. And, and Laren was very excited about Samson Okanlola uh, going to Miami. And they, it just seemed like a matter of time. And, you know, Florida has, you know, continued to, to stay in it, continue to talk with him, continue to develop a plan. Uh, I do think that Florida has a huge interest in not only, you know, him and in what his NIL and business side of the house looks like, but you did see an email from Scott Strickland. uh, I think it was today uh, or yesterday announcing, you know, all of the different things that you can participate in with the Florida Gators around NIL. You've seen more tweets. You've seen more visibility about NIL. So I do think that Florida as an infrastructure and as a program is stepping up in that regard. Is it perfect? I don't know but it certainly seems like it's, it's getting a lot more uh, um, starting to come together a little bit more. It's the time to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's closing time. If you didn't have it figured out over the summer and you missed on some guys, it's the time of the year to, you know, to cash in. We talked about this too, just to double back on like an old take. Um, when we missed on some guys early in the off season, we had a take on this show saying, it's just how you want to do business. That's why I didn't get mad at the staff because I know it was more of a business approach when it pertained to NIL, not just, Wilfs. Uh, it's one thing if Billy and the staff were just terrible recruiters not communicating. These kids were giving us you know, terrible feedback, but they were getting great feedback. The media team, they were active. Everything was on the up and up, but we were whiffing, and that was because of how you want to do with business. A lot of these people that are running NIL, uh, they're giving money up front, and there's no guarantee if that kid is going to sign a contract, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just all about if you want to play those games. you know, If you want to give away some money with nothing binding to this kid to you, uh, before he signs the paper, then you get some retweets, you get some fake buzz, fake momentum, fake energy. And then when it's time to do some real business, that kid flake on you, man. So it's all about the approach. And NIL is so new. We'll see what approaches work. You feel me? But I like the way the University of Florida is using the NIL. It's more of a uh, let's take care of the kids on campus. You see how we take them take care of the quarterback. You can get that same deal. Anthony Richardson got a, a Gatorade deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Rashad, we possibly get you that same deal. Recruiting mm-hmm. it like that or using NIL like that. I don't think they can do that, but from the look of it, you know, um, if, if if I'm interested in what would I, what I would get as a, an NIL from a quarterback, right, if I'm asking Billy, Billy could just say, well, look at Anthony Richardson. That's how we take care of right. the quarterbacks that come here outside of just paying somebody up front and they run with a bag. Um, that gets a little tricky. Yeah, absolutely. And I do owe uh, Golf Gallery of Melbourne a, um, a thank you. Uh, Rob Sale. I said Chris Sale. Uh, so my apologies. It is Rob Sale, of course, the offensive line coach. Uh, no, Silk, you are, you're exactly right. I think that Florida has always been uh, in a position in, I think that this probably is uh, something that irked a few people. Maybe people didn't understand, um, but Florida has been in for the last, what, year and a half or so, you know, been in a position where they have been trying to methodically build you know, they have the subscription model of, of Gator Collective. You have Hugh and the Gator Guard. You have a couple of other organizations that are on campus doing other things to provide, you know, money to the students. But it seems to be coming in in multiple different ways. So you don't have to rely on that that one booster that just loves the the attention and, and eyeballs on something that, that literally is already in uh, your Apple iPhone and it's called Apple health or um, you know, or <laughs> all of these different, you know, collectives that are popping up that don't, don't seem to have any, you know, cohesion or, or um, 
connectedness that I think that you're starting to see a little bit more with, with the Gators and NIL. Now, again, we don't know all of the details. We aren't plugged into every single aspect of every part of these deals, but it does seem like they are taking care of a lot of these guys that are on campus. You're not seeing, you know, the example that Nick brought up of, you know, what happens if a guy like Jason Marshall or, you know, Shamar James or somebody that's really highly touted goes and, just tries to see what they can find in the NI or, you know, in the market, you know, if they were to put their name in the transfer portal, you're not seeing those things at UF. So I do think that there is a, a great, you know, attention to, to detail in terms of keeping those guys, uh, you know, on campus and continue to provide them with opportunities, but also when they come onto campus, they know what deal they're signing and what they're signing up for and not just, Hey, here's a bunch of uh, money up front. And then, you know, kind of flail your hands together and say, Oh, well, that's what that's all we've got for you, right? Let's see. In other news, uh, Gators uh, also had tight end Jaden Platt on campus. Jaden Platt is uh, currently committed to uh, Stanford. Uh, he's from uh, Hazlitt, Texas, Eaton High School. Six foot five, two hundred and thirty-five pounds. Uh, committed to Stanford under David Shaw when David Shaw announced that he was going to be leaving uh, Stanford. Uh, it seemed like Texas A&M was going to be the odds on favor to land him. Uh, from everything that I've heard about this weekend, it went about as good as you can expect out of that. Uh, the Gators gave him a lot to think about. I still think Texas A&M leads for him, but with the Gators not having you know, a tight end in this class already and certainly needing help in that room, um, you know, there's an opportunity for him to play. But Silk, any thoughts on on Jaden Platt, a guy we have never talked about on this show? I like his film. I'll tell you that. Athletic, explosive, uh, tight end, uh, bigger guy. Not, you know, not, not like not no knock on zipper, but they're more of an H back type of type of dude. Um, I like that he's committed to Stanford, right? That means, you know, in, in some of the quotes of what he was saying to Corey Bender and those guys at on three was a lot of uh, you know, the importance of education to 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 them in the mm -hmm. engineering program that he wanted to go into. Uh, when I started hearing kids that value education, I feel good about us over the years. Traditionally, we've we've landed those type of kids that value education for real, for real. Some of these kids just be uh saying academics because they want good tutors or something. When they say <laughs> academics is important, yeah, they're not telling you what's important about the academics, they're just saying right. it's important that I get somebody to do my homework. Uh, anywho. Uh, kids that really like value education. He's one of those guys. He was going to Stanford. Uh, A&M is they got a bag uh, mm -hmm. and, and also Jimbo could flat out recruit. So it's a formidable foe. We'll see where we at with it. I like that. We got lag way some more Texas vibes. Right. Uh, hopefully there's a relationship there. But he looked like he had a great time in some throwback gear with the Lambo uh, on, at Ben Hill. So we'll see what's up. Yeah, again, a name that I had not heard of uh, really until he got onto campus, but a you know, guy that I know that the Gators are super high on. And he reached out to Florida. I don't know if everybody kind of heard that story. He reached out to Florida. Uh, right. After that, I uh, reached out to William Piegler, the Gators tight end coach, um, to say, hey, that he was interested and would love to, to come to campus. And so, uh, you know, Florida has amongst the best engineering schools uh, in the country. Um, I don't know how, um, and shout out to him, how you are in the school of engineering and have the time to play football. Um, but if he can put it together, there's, there's not a lot of programs around the country that can team together a fantastic school of engineering uh, and a fantastic opportunity to make the NFL if that's your, your ultimate goal. Uh, so we mentioned his name before four-star defensive tackle, John Walker, the Under Armour All-American was on campus 
as well. He is ranked on the on three consensus as the number 102 overall player, number 12 on the defensive line, and the number 24 overall player uh, from Osceola High School uh, in Kissimmee. Currently committed to UCF, committed to them over the summer, uh, but was on campus and said Gators gave him a lot to think about. Opportunity to play early, uh, and I know that they're using that as their big recruiting pitch. But Silk, your thoughts on on John Walker? A huge need, a defensive mm. tackle. We spoke about it early in the shoot in the, early in the show. Sorry, uh, just a, a huge position of need. Uh, Sean Spencer has been consistent with stand on him and recruiting him the entire cycle. Uh, even though he was committed to UCF, he's been on campus a lot too. So on the activity and the momentum uh, just points to a flip. He say he has a decision to make and he's already committed. I mean, these kids do weird things, so you never know. But um, we also have his teammate, Jakeem Jackson, uh, that's mm-hmm. committed. So it's another, uh, uh, you know, a card in our, or another, another something in our corner that works out for us. Uh, we'll see. I think mom has given the okay. Um, he want to stay as close to home as possible. So UCF is just closer, but my guy, like we building something special out here, man, come to Gainesville, try to win your natty, uh, a real one. You can't do that at UCF. Mm-hmm. I, I think we flipped this guy. We'll see where we at with it. Um, no guarantees. I want nobody in my mentions trying to troll me or nothing going crazy with this clip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No guarantees, but uh, I like where we stand with it. Um, I think, I think we make it go down uh, at a position of need. We'll see what's up. Sean Spencer doing his thing. Yeah, no, Dio Gators, we mentioned it earlier in the program. Gators desperately need help at defensive tackle. Uh, John Walker is a very, very talented him. player. Yeah, I mean, he's him. he's good. He's very, very good. If you have not watched sure. his film, go do that. He's an incredible player. So, um, you know, I, 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 I think that the Gators will win out and not just trying to be a homer. I just think that there's an opportunity for him. At Florida, I think that his connection to Sean Spencer is real. I think that there is a huge opportunity for him to make an impact at UF. And not saying that there's not that opportunity at UCF, and there's not going to be an opportunity to to get coached by a good coach. And Gus Malzahn has built, you know, has continued the, you know, UCF being a, a fine program. But I just think from a from an optics perspective, from a visibility perspective, from a a weight training and coaching perspective, that the University of Florida is going to offer him a lot. And you know, being 20 minutes away. 30 minutes away from Kissimmee and going to UCF or being an hour and 15 hour and 30 minutes away and going to Gainesville, hopefully isn't too much for mom, but, uh, and no coaches at UCF for the long haul. Right. So right. like, just be smart here, kid. <laughs> Not, <laughs> nine times out of 10, you're going to have a new coach in about two years, bro. Yeah. No, especially with the success that Gus Malzahn has had at Auburn. I know UCF is entering the, uh, the big 10 or big 12, pardon me, but still, I just, I don't, I don't see, uh, him staying there long. Uh, I think the next time a, an opportunity comes and, and they give him a call, um, who he will be leaving UCF. Uh, any other final thoughts? So we're going to do a bit more of a breakdown um, on recruiting next week before National Signing Day. But but any final recruiting thoughts? Any final names or anything else that you want to touch on there? Uh, Mark Fletcher is another oh. Miami square up that we got to watch going down the stretch. Uh, I feel about 60-40 on him right now. I think we lead. Could be 50-50, but I'm going to go 60-40 today. I know the family wants him at Miami. Um, I just like what we can offer as far as, you know, production on the field. You can see what our running backs are doing right now. The offensive line we have, you know, um, it's just it's just proofing the pudding right here for him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it's a business decision, I'd like us to win out this one, man. I think it's uh, winding down to a business decision. But there is some emotional side with family that want him at Miami. But we'll see what's up. That's one to follow. Yep. Uh, I know Steve Wolfong put in a crystal ball for him to go to the Gators. That don't mean Nathan you. Right. No, no, no. I get it. Especially after everything we saw with Carmine McClain and everything else. Doesn't mean anything, but for sure. you know, for those that that like to follow the uh follow the balls, uh Will Fong's ball is uh squarely in Florida's court. Um let's see. Any final notes? I don't think so. Oh, oh Al Blades Jr. is uh, going to Duke. So leaves yeah, like Miami, the the poverty of Miami to uh, the school that uh that's, that that's a Miami slick move to get that get that Duke postgraduate degree real quick Woo! out of Miami and get to beat them boys. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised more people them. don't do that, you know? Hey, maybe maybe it didn't work out for me here, you know? You head over to a Duke or a Wake Forest, a Stanford. Man, get that good paper. Yeah. You drop down, you can go play at, uh, you know, Georgetown, Case Western, whatever, Mike. Um, you don't think there's a lot more in the, uh, in the world of recruiting. Uh, Silk, let's get one final... A shout out to our friends at Homefield Apparel. Visit homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale, all one word at checkout. Get 15% off of your order. About 20 different items for your selection of, of old vintage logos, baseball, track and field, uh, football, uh, just traditional UF stuff. I'm looking forward to the day that they put that old Gator golf logo on a polo. Uh, but until that day, Continue to check out, and hopefully they'll come out with one here soon. Homefieldapparel.com. Not just Florida Gators, probably about 70 or 80 different schools all across the country, big and small. So go check them out. Uh, maybe have a friend, a, a co-worker, or family member that went somewhere else. Go check it out. Homefieldapparel.com. Promo code Stadium and Gale. And for those that are following on YouTube, we appreciate Chris Gilliam, uh, from uh for hoping it's some pancake flips this week absolutely uh so thank you for your super chat donation um we had the hudson card conversation so if you are looking to ask any questions feel free to do the drop in the super chat and if you are just listening on youtube please do hit that uh thumbs up button it helps immensely in all of the algorithms and everything else that they've got going on. A silk. We've got the Gators playing um, Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. We have a number of names that will be out uh, of that game, including Anthony Richardson, Osiris Torrance, who, again, we want to congratulate him on getting a brick outside uh, and also announcing that he was going to be going to the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl uh, this year. Uh, Ventral Miller will also be out of that game. Uh, Gervon Dexter will be playing. Justin Shorter will not be playing uh, in that game. So that those appear to be the names of the big names of those um, that will or won't be playing. But uh, Silk, any final thoughts on this eleven thirty kickoff game in Las Vegas on Saturday? Uh, I mean, it's a glorified practice scrimmage. Like I don't yeah. want nobody to lose their, their their brain about this game. You kind of see what kind of what we're taking out there, not a lot of death. A lot of players have hit the transfer portal, declare early, sitting out. Uh, this is a glory. I'm glad that Jack Miller's healthy and able to get some practice in, and we get to see, you know, these young boys play a little bit. You know, for a second there, I was hoping we canceled this joint, man. If, if Jack wasn't 
was it going to be playing? But um, we just took practice. You know, they get to get some more reps in. Uh, we get to see what the new offensive line will look like with two guys going because Garage is out as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Garage, yep. And he's um, also going to the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl as well. Correct, correct. So, I mean, you got two offensive linemen that, that, that are going pro. You get to see what the future looks like in the trenches a little bit. It's an opportunity to see those guys and for those guys to get, get reps. That's all the bowl games have turned into. Uh, it's like preseason football for the NFL mm-hmm. is what bowl games have turned into. It's just an exhibition match of nothing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right now the Gators stand as 10-point underdogs. Uh, over under is 53. They expect an ugly game where Oregon State just Man, Jack about to run down on them people, Dan. <laughs> I'll tell, I'll tell you <laughs> what. Lie, what lie. What's the, the most moment. egregious lie you think you're going to see from this? Is about uh, starting to hype up Jack Miller for a Heisman Trophy? Or or do you think Jack Miller might show out and people are going to be like, well, maybe we don't need a transfer quarterback next year? What do you think is going to be the most egregious take? Well, I don't think Jack Miller is going to show out. Um <laughs> I just, I just don't. I, I hope he does, you know. But overreaction, I think, is going to be. Uh, here's my: th- if Jack does do good, then it's going to be a bunch of hey man, AR was holding the offense back. Uh, so that that'll be an overreaction that could possibly happen if if Jack start like hitting easy throws, a lot of what like, the AR was missing, and this thing start clicking in the run game, surprise the hell out of Oregon because it is some West Coast uh, soft shit they bring, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we could run down on the folks then. We could possibly go out there and lean. I know we can't stop nothing, especially with Ventrell out. Uh, it d- doesn't set up for the right situation, but you never know in these bowl games. So if it goes that type of way and we win and the offense looks good, it could be, you know, that spin. I'm ready for that type of lie. I'm ready for anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm for ready. Anything. <laughs> I just I with so much change and so much turnover, I don't even know who like I'm excited about like playing, right? Like normally you get an opportunity where somebody's like gonna step up, but I don't even know like I want who, all new like, people, man. Count count we we waiting on the new the new arrivals, bro. Like right, like I guess you know, the offensive line you're gonna see some stuff, right? right. Um I mean, you kind of seen everything else though, right? Like oh, it's not great, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe Kamari Wilson plays a little bit more. It'd be cool to see him get some reps, but Trey Dean you know, playing. What else is he gonna do? Mm-hmm. Go photo shoot. I see it. Um, Work on some captions. Bible study. I I don't know. Right? No, <laughs> I mean, you know, again, not to disparage him, but I mean. What, I mean, the, Justin it, Shorter sitting out, his, right? Yeah, Justin his, Shorter sitting out. I mean, I think you get so. you get everybody else back, right? Um, I don't know of the guys that put their name in the transfer portal which ones are or not playing. Yeah, right? Some people try um, to come up out of that transfer portal, man, but. I mean, or do you use this as an opportunity where, like, hey, there's nobody else doing anything next Saturday at 1130? Or do you want to watch the Florida Gators play Oregon State? And maybe a a staff member says, you know what? Andrew Chatfield ain't too bad, right? Or uh, who else? Shout out to his dad, too. Um, You know, what? another name that's in the portal, right? Like, does a a Naquan Ryder Lorenzo Lingard get an opportunity if, you know, you don't want to potentially get Montreal Johnson or Trevor Etienne? can they play and be in a portal like that? They can. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it stops. Yeah, yeah, they can. They can play. Um, no, no, I think you go ahead and play the young boys. You don't like 
shelf these guys for possibility of getting hurt, man. Um, mm -hmm. I don't like that type of mentality, you know. So I expect, you know, get these young killers the ball. Let's try to lean on some people and win, win our style of football. Uh, we've seen – I need to see the future. And I think that would be smart for uh, them to play as many young guys as possible. Um, Caleb Douglas is one I'm looking for to shine in this yep. game. If you want to talk about uh, bright spots that could be, you know, some some bright spots for the future of next year, Caleb Douglas, look for, like, building them and try to get him the ball. Um just a, a young guy that deserves um, some some long shots down the field. Perfect right. opportunity. The expectations right. are low. Let's see if he could get off a little bit. Yeah, and certainly there's going to be an opportunity for some chemistry. I mean, we've talked about it with, you know, some of the other quarterbacks that, you know, over the last few seasons. Um, but, you know, these are the guys that Jack Miller is is throwing to in practice, right? I mean, right. he's working a lot with your your Caleb Douglases and your, you know, I would have said Dejon Reynolds, but he may not be playing. Um, your Jamarcus Westons, you know, these other guys that are on your second and third string, you know, those are the guys that he's used to throwing to. So maybe as they – uh, step up. Um, there could be an opportunity. Step up into starting roles. There might be an opportunity there. Um, so let's see. We got a super chat. Um, I'm behind the eight ball. Tell me more about pancakes. We talked about pancakes probably what so 15, 18 minutes ago. Uh, so feel free to scroll back. We appreciate your super chat so we can give you a high level perspective. Put some syrup, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put some extra syrup, syrup, syrup on however you yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. it. We, th we think that the Gators are in as good of a spot as any school. Uh, we heard, or I heard, uh, told Silk that Florida was probably in the driver's seat going into the visit. Uh, Florida feels confident coming out. He's focused on business. Florida's laid out their business plan. They feel confident and strong. So hopefully that's some uh, scissor. You never know, man. That's what I, that's what I want to tell you. The last time I did this, uh, the last time we did this, uh, we just seen business. Anything can happen in business. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's not like your traditional recruiting. And it's not like these crystal balls matter because when business is happening, like that's, it could change at any moment, bro. You know, so it's a little different. Uh, as of right now, we feel amazing. We do. We feel vibes are vibes are strong right now. And you're um, peaking at the right time, right? It's right. This is when you want to like have the most momentum. Not over the summer. I think uh, Miami could have peaked over the summer as far as uh, momentum, you know. And then they could double back. But right now, I think most of the momentum, the frequent visits uh, on his own down in Florida, down the stretch here, just points to uh, us a lot here. We'll see what's up. Yeah, no, and he's a he's a guy that is transformative, not just as a um, you know as a, as a big name and a big win in the recruiting world, uh, just as a player. He's an incredibly talented player. Uh, will come in and will make an impact wherever he goes. Uh, and Florida's going to need that help, right? I mean, you're losing you know Richard Garage and Osiris Torrance this year. Next year, you're going to probably lose Ethan White and maybe another you know name. So you're looking for those next group of folks, and and you did lose you know, a couple of pieces off that offensive line, you know, into the transfer portal as well. So looking for replacements constantly. Um, so Samson Okunlola would be a, an absolutely phenomenal uh, get there. Honcho Pancake, man. Honcho Pancake. Where did where'd that name come from? I know where the pancake probably came from, but. Honcho? Yeah. I know what it means in the streets, but I don't know like, yeah, where it yeah. derived. Yeah, That's what you're just, asking. Yeah, we'll ask him on his. I can uh, Google it. Let me see what uh, Urban Dictionary says. Give me a second. Pancake Honcho. 
Just honcho. You just want to know what honcho means, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I it's know like that boss, it, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it more connected to like um, like the Wild Wild West, maybe. Yeah, uh, I affiliated with more with the word coined in the 1940s to mean officer in charge during the Korean War. Oh, well, no. the Korean War and the 1940s weren't the same time, uh, but. To have honcho status, you got to go to the right place to get these definitions there. I went to Urban Dictionary. Uh, honcho. Uh, to have honcho status is to rule the streets. Get on the wrong side of a person with honcho status and you may wind up mm. dead. So he's willing to kill you oh, or cakes. bring pancakes. Yeah, gotcha. Right. Okay. I love it. Uh, we got another super chat question here. Oh, and Silk, I do have another question for you. Well, pancake killer. Like, like actually pan, not eating the pancakes, but you know, pancaking is also referencing football, pushing somebody on the ass. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I figured that part out, but right, right. I want to know who the first person to call him that was. I think it's an incredible nickname. You don't see that very often, right? He's a lot of the same stuff used over and over and over again. That's what they call Quavo. What Honcho? Yeah, man. Not a Migos fan. Big Migos fan. I saw them a few a few years ago, actually. They opened up for uh, Post Malone. Rest in peace, take off, man. Yep, rest in peace. Uh, so can we get a question from Robert Nichols. Do you expect any coaches to leave? If so, who? Uh, if I had to pick two, you know, just because I feel like picking two. Uh, Peeler yep. and Bateman. I like those choices. Listen, we're we're not in the prognostication of of whether these guys are or are not leaving. Just gotta ask, I, answer fans' questions. That's all. Yeah, I I think for for me from a, a totally non insider information situation, when you observe things, uh, I've not seen Bateman really out and about recruiting. I don't well, hear vacation, man. Bateman's name connected to recruiting. I did not see Got a lot of travel him. agent is damn Mullen <laughs> drinking Celsius and wake surfing right now. Probably. Um, I, I don't see, I, I don't see his name and I don't, I don't see his name around recruiting. And I don't think that Florida saw a lot of improvement in he's also any improvement in the linebacker room. He's also a guy that's going to have opportunity, but he's, he's a DC before. Yeah, so, you know, he's, he's, he's well, cool. Uh, sought out there and well regarded when it when it pertains to like coaching that spot. It could just be a bad fit, you know. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't one of uh, Billy's first option at the position. We kind of fell mm-hmm. down our board and missed on some guys and ended up with him. So um, it could that, that's just a possible switch, and it's it's just you know one that you could see that could possibly happen from an opportunity standpoint, and also like like we say, just not a lot of activity from him on the trail right now. So just obvious. Yeah, I mean, have you seen anything with him on the recruiting trail? No, I mean, I'm not I haven't ground. seen any results delivered on the recruiting trail either, but I, I don't even see his name being thrown around. And it doesn't mean that he's not. Listen, Florida has a football game on Saturday. I don't mm-hmm. think that you can bring every coach out and about every time if you're still trying to have practice. And I'll be honest with you, Silk, I'm not sure if you have. I've not heard much about what this practice schedule even looks like over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but you probably, you may want to have coaches stick back for that. I don't know what it's like, or I don't know what their, what their situation is, but I, I, I mean, from a recruiting perspective, floor has been cheeks at linebacker recruiting this year. No doubt. This Next. is a fireball offense uh, that long. And also the production wasn't, the play wasn't, didn't, didn't improve 
as the season went on as well. So it's like two two things just to watch right there. Uh, we'll see where we're at with it. I, I just think there's two possibilities that, that could uh, happen this offseason. Yeah, no, I like that. All right, Silk, any final thoughts before we close out the show? Hmm, final thoughts, man. Uh, enjoy yourselves, man. It's about to be a fun ride to signing day. Uh, win, lose, or draw. This is fans, man. All we can do is cheer. Don't be scared to get your tweets off, man. What are they going to do, retweet you, man? Like, come on, have some fun. Ain't nothing but a notification. Y'all scared of notifications out here, bro. Grow up. And you can uh, even turn those off, right? Yeah, just mute it. Like, <laughs> what's, what's the consequences here, man? Uh, the chance at greatness. Tweet them tweets, man. Let the trolls fly, man. There's a chance at greatness. And if we landed like we did Lagway, then the rest is, you know, what it is. But I feel good about where we at. Um, we're not going to get absolutely everybody, but these guys mm-hmm. are good closers, you know, uh, good recruiters. Wish the linebacker was a little bit better, but fireworks on the way, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, excited to watch close out this uh, season for the Gators. Um, I'm excited on Wednesday. The Gators are playing Ohio University in uh, here in Tampa at Emily Arena where the Lightning are. Uh, so um, spoke with up, Denver Parlor, who's the DBO of Florida Gators. We're going to try to make some sort of connection, maybe try to get some content, maybe get Todd Golden to give a, a shout-out to Stadium and Gale listeners where it might be. I got some questions um, for Todd, man. I don't know what's going on right now, but yeah, it's not not looking pretty. <laughs> so, but speaking of which, on the other side, got some time of, though, man, it's early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still got to figure. He got he's got seven years, whatever, eight years of of Mike White stench to get rid of. Mm, not this fan base. <laughs> no, no, they're ready to turn. They are six and four right now. Uh, but do want to give a shout out to the women's basketball program uh, and her uh, and the Gators basketball program. Uh, 10 and one right now, big win Ooh. over Miami uh, in overtime the other day. Um, n- not seen this in maybe my lifetime. So if they have a game Shame against on the stadium and Gale, man, of course he hooped yeah. like that, man. Kelly Ray Finley, whenever, whenever somebody comes on to the show, they seemingly seem to do pretty That's well. I know golden going to figure it out, bro. Yeah. They just got a pulse on the fan base, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, shout out to the uh, women's basketball program. Uh, they play Oklahoma in uh, next week. Uh, so that'll be a, a good matchup for them. And then they get into SEC play. But uh, hell of a way to start 10-1 uh, and one to start the year. Uh, only loss was unfortunately to Florida State early on in the season. Um, let's see. If you're going to be at the basketball game Wednesday, please let me know. would love to uh, give you the opportunity. I'd love to get the opportunity to – uh, say hello and meet you. If you're going to the lightning game on Thursday, I'll also be there. Uh, and yes, again, prayers to uh, Mike Leach um, and everything that is going on there in yeah, big Starkville. Prayers, man. Big prayers, um, scary. Yeah, definitely scary. Definitely a surprise. Um, you know, I know a lot of rumors were coming out yesterday uh, that had expected the worst. Um, certainly, that doesn't necessarily mean that 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 can't be possible. But certainly, it seems like those things have slowed down. So, certainly, prayers up for the pirate himself, uh, one of my favorite coaches in college football, uh, one of my favorite human beings in the uh, the sports world. Uh, Silk, is it my turn for song of the week? It looks like it is. Oh man, it's really, Nick's man, but. Go ahead and have what you think he'd play. He'd probably play in honor of uh, Mike Leach, probably some sort of pirate shanty song. Uh, so we're going to skip that this he week. He would have a pirate bag. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick digs in a pirate bag. Oh, let's see. What kind of music are we uh we feel I wasn't prepared for this. Um I don't get this. I always got so I always got that thing on deck, man. Pause. I always got it. You Yo. Know, let's That's see. I've got a I've got a song. I just need to get to my playlist where I have all my elite boat music on. All right. Let's man, been on the boat in a minute, man. All season. You gotta pull up in the boat. We gotta do something, bro. I'm ready, ready for it. All right, let's play. Um hmm. ain't got so, no many, heat, so many great songs. Uh how about we play the uh there's a DJ named Timmy Trumpet that put a song this is an out. Unserious song, I could tell. What you got? No, it, it is it's it's a remix to Sweet Caroline. Um first minute, minute and, and a half. Some shit don't need to be remixed. I mean, I gotta nah. hear so just get ready for this one. You pr promise me you'll listen through uh, the Timmy Trumpet, Sweet Caroline. Um, it went crying. Oh, you know what? I spoke with the song, but I, I who remixed this again? Uh, Timmy Trumpet. He is a DJ that also plays the trumpet. Uh, oh, he yeah. did this at EDC. Some bullshit. Um, so this is uh, it, no bullshit. <laughs> this, this song is is heat. Um, there's just something about you know singing a little Neil Diamond and then throwing some uh, some beat drops and bass in there, uh, and then a trumpet on top of it. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I'll send you a video from uh, from EDC from a few weeks ago. Uh, but I probably uh, gotta be on drugs to like it. Easy, easy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you say EDC, this guy, man. This guy, We're all adults uh, here, man. Like, this guy. This is an yeah, adult show, um, man. Let me know. Like, everybody, you know, yeah, grow this is up an, a adult, an adult program. Yeah. Um, I don't do drugs, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody did, they might find more enjoyment out of this song. For sure. Maybe the average lay person. That's a general, uh, so man. A little bit. <laughs> same corner, same time, same man. Same corner, same time. Pancake Honcho Day on Thursday. Happy birthday to Ahmad. Prayers up for Mike Leach. And we'll Already. take you out with. Uh, Sweet he better Nick, man. Shout out my man Delacour, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Nick. Mission negativity today, man. Um, blow your nose, fam. Nick would have said some egregious stuff. I know it. Or he would have ran on our party. Hat on the table. We got some hats yeah. on the table with, with, with Samson or something. Something ridiculous yeah, yeah. like that. We need to get a, a TikTok of Nick just saying hat on the table for Jaden Rashada uh, when he throws his first touchdown pass. Yeah. Something we'll work on. Already, man. Let's get out same of here. Same time. See you, boys.